Welcome to Senequanon News. I'm your anchor, Persona Non Grata. Our card today covers the presidential race, impeachment question, red herring of the day, and the return of Bohica with the Portland verdict. Tucker interviewed the presidential candidates in Iowa in case you've been living under a rock. All of the candidates showed up except for Trump, who said he already committed to another engagement. Poor planning on his part. Furthermore, he didn't even leave a message or short video, which he could have easily done. Mike Pence and the candidate from Arkansas performed poorly and may already be out of the race. Tim Scott and Nikki Haley did pretty well, but nothing noteworthy. The best performances came from Vivek and DeSantis. Most of the candidates were asked about the war in Ukraine, and it is well known that Tucker wants us out of Ukraine. Vivek highlighted that he would audit the Fed and downsize their bloat, though nothing about getting rid of the Fed. DeSantis referred to his actions as governor to guide his responses to questions. While Trump is a commanding lead, dissing Iowa could come back to haunt him at the field narrows and could cost him a state should he be the Republican nominee. DeSantis is laying off a lot of staff due to early miscues and bloat. Vivek has been surging in the polls as now competing with DeSantis as the primary competition to Trump. Too many people are writing off DeSantis that his political career is over and when there is when there is plenty of time and things are not nearly so dire as the drama queens would have you believe. This corresponds directly to the people who are all in on Trump, who has a very spotty record. He didn't drain the swamp at all and he tore all his vibrant economic success asunder by getting scammed by the Democrats or the party of pedophiles on COVID and vaccines. Based on all his persecution and absolute lack of draining the swamp, the scariest thought to me is that Trump is a deep fake. Moving on, the increased testimonies of whistleblowers about Hunter and Joe Biden's escapades are gaining traction, making impeachment a real possibility in the House. The increasing number of indictments against Trump are also increasing that possibility. Instead of one phone call where Hunter and President Biden are negotiating a business deal, there are several. Hunter's sweetheart prosecution deal for tax evasion, gun, and fare violations are scuttled for now. Just so you know, this means nothing. As Hunter will be pardoned if convicted, the Senate will never allow Biden to be impeached and removed, and none of this matters because all Democrats, or the party of pedophiles, are the same, excepting Joe Manchin and Robert Kennedy. Talking about all these dinosaurs and antiques who are politicians has made me realize that there should be a maximum age limitation on serving in office. <clears throat> if you are old, committing a crime is less of a concern because prison time is less of a deterrent. A one-year sentence is a life sentence. Prosecution of the elderly is less likely as is conviction and sentencing much more lenient. The older you are, the better you know how to game the system. I'm not comfortable with politicians who will not have to live with the policies they implement. They are trapped in the short term for the remainder of their lives. The easiest and most practical rule would be that you can't take or accept any political office after the legal retirement age. This brings us to the love affair that the party of pedophiles is having with the trans community. It may seem off at first glance, but I'm here to tell you they are star-crossed lovers. Why? Because they are fraudsters. 
Anyone who is looking at their male genitalia and telling you he is a woman is a fraud. I'm not even going to insult you by explaining how politicians are fraudsters. It is the union of the new fraudsters with the old fraudsters. A most unholy union that is targeting you and your children. The red herring of the day is the popular slogan of companies earning record profits, which is evil, greedy, and price gouging. This is touted by politicians, the press, and too often by the people to scapegoat for the cause or ill of the day. When they do this, they are not pointing out the greed of companies, but displaying the rabidness, rabidness of their own envy. Basic business, by definition, has to earn record profits to attract capital from lenders and investors. Why would anyone lend or invest in a company if it's not going to grow, when you can leave your money in the bank and get the same result? And finally, we close with our Bohica segment. If you don't know, Bohica stands for Bend Over, Here It Comes Again. We usually recommend showering after this segment. Befitting that moniker is the defendant attorney from Portland, Oregon, who threatened the jury with Antifa violence if they ruled against the perps who nearly killed journalist Andy No. The jury ruled for the defendants. No charges or violations have been leveled against the attorney. How's that for law and order? For Senequanon News, I'm Persona Non Grata. Please spay and neuter your politicians. Good night.